Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. <laughs> Back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Well, today we're going to talk about prepper groups, mutual assistant groups. Um, you know, do you need more people? Do you need to have a community to actually survive in the apocalypse? And I kind of am leaning towards it's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh that that's kind of my take on it, but uh, let's let's dig into it. Like, so I think people have a lot of different approaches. Some have that like macho man approach of, well, you know, I I was a sniper in the Marine Corps or something, and I'm gonna sit on my roof 24 hours a day, and anybody that comes near my house, I'm right. gonna just you know pop them off and 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 you know defend everything. Or I, I'm such a great you know, survivalist and everyone else is dumb and everyone else would never be able to come over, take my compound and Mm -hmm. think about, you know, hurting my family. All right. There's the other guy who thinks kind of neighborhood watch, right? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go talk to my neighbors and my friends and we're going to rally together. And I got to say that's better than no play. Right. Right. I mean, that's, If you got nothing going out when, oh, you know, crap, the lights went out right now and I, I didn't have time to make my prepper group. Right. Then setting up some kind of neighborhood watch and, and you know, go talk to your neighbors. Hey, can we just block off both ends of our street around the house and set up a little guard kind of thing? You know what? That's going to be way better than not doing anything. And right. I like that play. Um, Other people have that kind of hunker down mentality. Well, mm-hmm. I have a impenetrable house, you know, it, it's made out of brick. And I saw in that three little pigs book that there's no way anybody's going to get through it. I put some steel, you know, shutters on the windows right. and I have a year supply of food and I don't have to worry about nothing. 
That's that's the other idea. That or maybe, you know, the same hunker down kind of thing of, well, we're going to go 50 miles in the woods and nobody's going to ever, you know, find me right. there. Yeah, I, I'm safe. Mm-hmm. And or or even better, people think, oh, I'm going to go 200 yards in the woods and nobody's going to find me there. Like, yeah, I'm going to walk out in the play. woods behind my house and yeah. set up a tent. We're going to be fine. They can have the house. I'll let them have it. But when you're cooking on the campfire, yeah, they're going to know. They're They're going to know. Yeah. And again, 50 miles out, they might not know. But I got to say, you can even kind of see that. You know, a lot of times, like I know in New York, man, you can go up and somebody's burning a fire five miles out, 10 miles out. You know. Yeah. You can see it. Like I was saying in New York, you guys have hills and mountains and, you know, Mm -hmm. little lookouts here and there. Yeah, and honestly, if everything's flat, well, then you get the idea what happens there too, you know? Right. So. Yeah. Now, uh, just be just a, as a fair warning here yes. about preppers, about building a group with other preppers. I found this, uh, um, this this thing on prepper personalities. I'm going to read it to you. All right. Uh, preppers are defensively pessimistic. Uh, Motivated by fear and seek out environments that are stable and predictable. They are introverted, but effective employees when they can keep their emotions under control. Mm, So just fair warning, you might have to deal with other preppers that are, that are apparently we're all introverts. So that, um, that and being a lot of us are veterans, right? And veterans are very angry people, angry, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I'm an angry person. You guys probably haven't noticed that. I mean, I feel like I'm always <laughs> smiling, right? I'm, I'm happy, but you're I'm like, hostile. That's all. You know, they always told us in the Navy, a bitching sailor is a happy sailor. Right. And I'm always bitching. So, mm-hmm. right. You know, they're, they're, right. You only have to worry when you did stop hearing people bitching because then they're just they're bitching quiet. behind your back yeah. and then it's a problem. <laughs> and then it's over, right? Then the party mm-hmm. ends. So, all right. I guess the, the first thought is. All right, so I want to make a. I, I I come to the conclusion. Hey, let's look into prepper groups. Let's do that. I want a mutual assistance group. Now, do I form one or do I join one? Right, right. Um, that's that's the big question, right? So as far as as far as joining a group, if I uh, form if, it, I get to be in charge, right? Right. So, you get to be the boss. Somebody else got to be the boss. So if you're joining a group, you got to make sure that whoever is starting started the group is not a, a real piece of shit, you know? And I don't even know that anybody will want to join me if I'm like, Hey, you can join my group, but I'm in charge. Yeah. I say <laughs> rage, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So benefits to each one, somebody else did a lot of the legwork, right? Right. They, right. they did all the planning. They already have people. Cause I, I I don't know if anyone knows this, but you just pointed out that we're all introverts mm-hmm. and we'd have to talk to people. Yeah, that and sucks. That is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? So where do you we find people? people? So so you, you join a group. You can find groups. You know what I mean? It's not a big deal. Go online. You know, I, I did that. I spent about okay. five minutes uh, online looking for prepper groups and they're all over the place. You know, they're advertising on the internet, which is crazy to me, but yeah, that's a big concern for me. So if they're advertising on the internet, like, you know, it's the, 
the whatever Facebook group of crazy yeah, there's one in Albuquerque. And, yeah. yeah, they're all over the place. Right. And that's that's maybe okay. But yeah, definitely, you know, the government's gonna come take you out. You know, it's like uh, yeah. and do I want you know, yeah. but and how big of a group do you want to be involved with? You know what I mean? Do you want a group that's got a hundred people in it? Probably not, you know? Right. Do you have what do they have? They have like a giant, you know, compound. Now maybe eh. I got helicopters. I don't know. Maybe that's uh maybe if that you is you have a helicopter game. pilot and a helicopter. Yeah. I gotta say that's, I might want to join that group. You yeah. might want, but that's also called a militia, which, you know, not the, not necessarily the same thing. And, and that's, you're exactly right. I think they are two different things, but I think like, I mean, obviously it's whatever you want it to be, right? You can be whatever you want to be. There is mm-hmm. no hard and fast rule. Well, I call it this and, and therefore, you know, whatever. But yeah, in theory, a mutual assistance group is different than a militia. I think mutual assistance, at least in my mind, is we're taking care of our own compound kind of thing. Whereas a militia might do some more offensive things, right? Mm -hmm. Like go do, you know, even help out the government, go, you know, do aid. Like you have the the biker gangs that like to do, uh, you know, we go rescue abused kids or, you know, whatever. Then you're going outside. And I'm I'm just making a distinction. I'm not saying it's right. wrong to help people. That's not mm-hmm. right, you know. Right, but it's not a prepper group. Right. Well, yeah, it just you then become something more. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. So and like I said, oh well, let me tell you about what a biker gang is. And they have to be, you know, whatever. Do what you want to do. That's not my point. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could think about like meeting people different places though, like livestock, livestock auctions. Um People you meet at the farmer's market, people you meet from work, your church. A lot of churches are actually very prepper minded. Um, They are. Yeah. A lot are not. But, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously you would probably seek out somebody with kind of that mindset or you wouldn't be here at this podcast. Right. I mean, that's the idea. Um, Gun shows. But again, mm-hmm. there's a lot of crazies at gun shows, so you don't know. And yeah, there's a those, lot of FBI those are the people that I like, guys. right? But there's the crazies ATF are the ones guys. I want. ATF guys and FBI agents at gun shows. Those uh, are the you don't want to you don't want to have them about. join your prepper group, right? Now, another thing would be, do you so like maybe put in the comments, you know, where you'd like to, yeah, you know, hardware find, stores and yeah, find there's somebody a of where you've met good people, yeah, you know, but just kind of in life you kind of come across people and you know what building it slow is not a bad idea now go ahead uh, if you're looking for people for your group yeah there are multiple prepping dating sites did you know this for preppers you can find your so you could also look for love and 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 a prepper group so data these are the three uh, the top three that i found data prepper that's okay that's it. That's pretty you know, straightforward. Is Survivals? this like Jew date and Christian date? And yeah, you know, okay. Yeah. They and were like, oh, here's another untapped market. All right. Survival singles. Ooh. So you could check that one out. You know, some some dudes are looking for that hard ass woman that that knows how to, you know, ride a hoy- horse and hog tie a calf. Why not? And then there's a uh, prepper dating, which is a Facebook page, and you can go okay. to uh, that- and uh Seek out your your prepper spouse. I like it. Prepper dating, huh? Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I don't know if you remember 
Mark and Patricia McClowski. Yes. They yes, were the actually classics. the classic prepper power couple. <laughs> they were the ones out in St. Louis. And then uh-huh. remember they had the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah, they saw black people outside and they went right like, nope, grab their guns. Yep. Just in case, just in case they had to uh had to had to shoot all the black folks on the street. You know, the cops aren't coming. It's St. Louis. St. Louis is just uh just a trash neighborhood. So you, you got to be careful out there, man. I used to live in St. Louis, and I got to tell you, it ain't, it ain't a great place, you know? One, you know, you might get mugged, and two, the McClowskis might shoot your ass accidentally because she got her finger on the trigger. You know what I mean? She's just randomly pointing a gun around with her finger, finger on the trigger like uh, that shit could go off at any second, man. Yeah, no, you don't gonna take us out. Look at that! Look at that face she's got. Gorgeous! What a gorgeous woman! (laughs) (laughs) I'd be so happy going home to that every night. They actually they got pardoned by the governor. Did they good for that? Yeah, I Mm -hmm. just looked into this because I was like, you know, what what do preppers? How do you defend your home? Because that's some people's mentality, though. Is just that. Well, we got it. We got some guns. We're gonna go out in the driveway and. And it's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you are worried about security, stay inside with your guns. Don't go outside with them. That's, just shoot that's them just, when they touch your mailbox, right? It, it's just, nope. dumb. you just open, open your window and sit, sit inside the window with your gun. Don't, don't go out in the driveway. That's, that's dumb. That's like uh, what's happening over in uh, Ukraine right now. The, the Russians are getting out of their defenses and going out in the open to attack the Ukrainians that are advancing just stay in your bunkers and wait for them to get there, man. Exactly. Now, there's also like a lot of these prepper conventions. Um, you know, like even I know they have the um the uh shoot, the the little home and garden show kind of things, like where they, you know, uh what's the homesteading magazines? You right. know, they do events. In North Carolina, we have that uh crazy like Turtle Island guy and Actually, there's a, a prepper convention in North Carolina about uh, the guy from uh, Secret Garden of Survival, uh, Rick Austin, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He's got one. So things like that, training classes, um, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there's a lot of different uh, different options you have, but, you know, Look around, go to where the people are. I mean, that's the bottom line. Look for people who are into that kind of thing. Even maybe more subtly, like people who are in the homesteading groups on Facebook and things like that. You know, I know with with the farmer's market, we make a big community of friends and and connect with people a lot. And uh, so, especially if you're going every week, you're going to start seeing the same, right? The same people over and over again, you know? And, And you realize, you know, who maybe, has you know skills that you might find useful and things like that but i would say the connection with people is going to be the biggest thing that matters um Mm -hmm. you know how you connect people are like oh well we need a doctor we need a lawyer we need you know whatever in our group but and that's all good like i mean obviously you know community is the whole point of this that's why we live in communities in society is because we can rely on each other but and people bring different stuff to the table, but I don't know. So a good a good idea is to to start with um, 
start with family members. You know what I mean? You want to know people. Nice. You want to start with people that you know, you're familiar with, um, you know, their, their positive and negative qualities, you know, people that you're already, you know, aware of what they, what they, what their personalities are like. Um, you know, you know, there's somebody that always talks a good game, but half asses everything they do, you know, and, and you can kind of, uh, kind of, um, you know, think about the people that you're related to people that live in your area and, and, you know, start there. Another thing, um, to look for is, is, you know, like you said, uh, neighborhood watch people that live close by, um, you don't want to, uh, get a prepper group together. That's all like internet, you know, friends in Indiana and Mississippi and Wyoming, you know, you want to have, have people that you can actually get together and, uh, you know, plan projects and, and be prepared for, for, um, any events that might happen. You also want to be able to find people that are willing to invest in, in supplies. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you don't have to be rich, uh, to be in the prepper group. I'm just saying that, that, you know, you're willing to, to spend a little bit of extra extra cash on, you know, having your own supplies stocked up. So you're not, you know, you're not inviting somebody in that's going to be leeching off right. Of you. Right. Um, you want people that are physically fit. You know, it's, you know, I have plenty of friends that right. are great big fat asses. Right. Um, but if you're 350 pounds, you're going to have a hard time doing anything. Yeah. You know, um, and you want somebody that, that, you know would have some, some sort of, uh, wilderness survival skills, right? You don't want, you know, you don't want just a regular dummy that's, uh, you know, that's going to show up and just be a, a hindrance, you know? Right. It's everybody needs somebody to, to weed the garden and, and that sort of stupid shit. But that's why you have kids, you know, you don't need any grown ups that are just hanger ons that aren't going to, you know, help out the group at all. So, uh, some of the, things that you want to, uh, some of the skills that you want people to have, uh, that would be in your group would be, uh, agriculture, you know, do you know how to grow vegetables? Um, hunting, you know, people that are, you know, that have been hunting and, and, and know how to butcher animals and, uh, you know, how to field dress a deer, that sort of stuff. Um, raising animals, um, you know, goats, rabbits, chickens, that sort of stuff. Somebody that's familiar how to, how to deal with those, those types of things. Yeah. People that are good at foraging, you know, that's a great skill to have. Yeah. Um, medicine, you know, we talk a lot about that sort of stuff and first aid that's, that's great knowledge to have, but somebody that has some actual training, you know, a nurse, a doctor, somebody like that. Right. Even, even if nothing else, maybe you can get your guy like, so maybe you have somebody who doesn't have like a particular, prepper skill that seems right but they're looking to fit in because maybe you're that guy maybe you take the paramedic course at the community college you mm-hmm. know step up your game if you know this is where things fall short those are the right. kind of things you can do i mean there's a lot of medical classes you can take and and research you can do and you know do some uh you know they have the home suture kits where you can kind of practice and figure it out you can get there like Maybe you develop the skills. Maybe you're like, hey, I joined the group. I don't have anything to offer, but I'm going to step up my blacksmithing game and I'm going to learn right. and master that. Right. That, that's it. You know, and maybe you take on some additional skills. Right. And that's that's a you know, that is something that, you know, ideally you would have everybody in the group would have three or four things that they're really good at, you right. know, Um 
you know, having cross great- training is great too. You right. know, once you start together, then the medic guy works with the other guy who has a little bit of medical knowledge and, you know, yeah. you, like you said, cross training and, and develop multiple skills. Right. Right. You know, another, another couple of skills that I think are, are, you know, uh, great, great assets are, are mechanics. You know, if you're yes. really good at, at getting that car started again, um, you know, if you, you know, can swap out the belts and, and, uh, you know, there's all sorts of stuff that you can do with, uh, and an experienced mechanic can do all sorts of stuff right. with anything, you know, with, uh, you know, even the, the, just the trash you got laying around your gar your garage, right. you know, get something together. Well, that's it. Um, a carpenter, a yep. mechanic are both mm-hmm. huge. I mean, and that's the thing too. Do you buy a uh, piece of property? How do how do you do this as a group? Mm-hmm. Or do you have more people? Do you have more more skills on your list? Then? Yeah. Well, the other two I have, the last two I have are are home defense. You know, somebody right. that's just military training or say, law enforcement, yeah. whatever. Right. Maybe an armor. Uh, right. Yeah, and able to work together. You you know, teamwork is going to be a big you yeah. know a big asset and. There's some, you know, I know a lot of people that are really talented that are just straight assholes and they can't, they can't work with anybody, you know, there's, there's always that in your mind where you're like, this guy's going to be a problem, you know, and that's, that's what you need to realize. Um, so, all right. When you all get together now, I think if you're going to form this group, you're going to need some kind of guidelines, some kind of rules and whatever and maybe you decide hey there's no rules it's like hippie free commune that's right you do you right i mean i'm not telling Mm -hmm. you how to do your own business i don't know that's you know whatever you guys like but the bottom line is you need to decide hey is there somebody in charge do we have a committee like a board who makes decisions do i have all right this guy's in charge of the compound and kind of oversees everything but this guy's in charge of military, you know, mm-hmm. like defenses, right? Or right. this guy's in charge of medical stuff. And this guy makes all the decisions on, you know, whatever. Like, we, I'm sure everybody's got their own specialty. So that that's going to matter. Um, do you vote? Is it a democracy kind of thing or is it absolute, you know? Right. Um do you decide how to, what's the criteria? Do we, you know, just search people out with skills or is personality the thing, you know, this is something you can decide. Uh, if somebody joins is their entire family, you know, part of it, I would assume mm-hmm. that's how you'd want to do it. I can't imagine somebody being like, yeah, I'm going to, uh, abandon my family when things get bad and right. just come over yeah. to you, but those kids, right. But does that mean, that their brother and their mom and their everybody else is coming. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever you guys decide, but you need to decide up front and you need to plan and prepare for that. Right. You know, Oh yeah. You're bringing your, your elderly grandmother who's 85 years old. Well, that's fine, but you need to take accommodations to make that work. If that's what, you know, you guys all decide, or you can be like, you know what, granny's in the nursing home. And if they can't take care of her, I don't know what'll happen. You know, whatever yeah. you do, you, right. You leave granny out on the, uh, I, I should have had a graphic for that one. I yeah, don't know. Just wheel or wheelchair. 
up to the front of the emergency room. Give her a little push. As you drive off, and you're fine. Well, were all those commercials back in the day of the Democrat Party pushing Granny off a cliff? Or <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I don't know. Somebody yeah. was getting pushed off the cliff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, for was. some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the Obamacare. Yeah, those are the anti-Obamacare not, ads. Uh, I think it's yeah. bad. Um, but so everybody gets together now. Do you? How how do you do like a location? How do you all work together? So do you buy a big piece of property? Mm-hmm. Do you maybe have somebody in the group who has a piece of property and you're all kind of staging there and working out sleeping arrangements and stuff like that? That could be a thing, mm-hmm. right? So like I have a, a few acres, but it's not that many. Like I bet you could get away as small as five, but I would probably want to go bigger because you want to be sustainable right and if right. you have 30 or 40 people i think you're gonna five acres least, isn't enough at least 10 15 50 yeah. 100 you know i don't know you guys decide what you can afford and what you can do and also what you can defend right mm-hmm. right um again i mean it's no problem if you have 100 acres and you're like but we can defend this 10 well then mm-hmm. that's what you're gonna do right right the more people you have the more you can defend right how big of a community are you gonna and maybe you have some kind of secret conniving. Well, we're going to take over the school and move all, you know, the local right. gym or whatever. It, you do you, right? You know, you're going to uh-huh. set up a garden in the football field. I, I don't know. Um, FEMA might have another idea. They might fight you for it. I, I don't mm-hmm. know how that'll work out. Yeah, up here in uh, New York, they're uh, they're shipping all the uh, the immigrants up here and putting them in the schools, and everybody's pissed off. Oh, I bet. That, yeah, that schools schools letting out this week uh, up here, and and, uh, and it's the following week the, they're uh, going to start moving community. people in. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know, a good roof is hard to come by. Um. <laughs> so, but that's thing. Or maybe you guys pull your money together and you actually form like an LLC. Mm-hmm. You write up some paperwork. Maybe somebody's willing to put their name on the line and uh, you know their credit on the line and take out a loan and you buy something together and you guys mutually make the payments. Maybe that's something you do. But again, you you figure it out with a lawyer, like use common sense. I'm not saying, yeah, it's a great idea to buy a piece of property with 20 other people. No, that might not be a great idea, but Mm -hmm. you can work it out. Like you decide what's right for you and you set it up, set it up your way. That's going to work for you. Um, Talk to a lawyer. Hey, we have 20 people. We want to buy property. Um, I'm taking all the risk. I'm doing, you know, all this stuff, uh, that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's what you need to do. You need Mm -hmm. to figure out, you know, a way to do it and, you know, find the community there. Right. All right. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, I have a friend actually that just, uh, bought a, a large piece of property for hunting with a bunch yeah. of his, his friends. Right. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, you know, that would be a, a great, that type of place would be a great bug out location, you know, especially if you had, you know, put some structures up there and, and had some place, like you said, a good roof is, is hard to find, you know? Um, right. Uh, big, big help, you know, having some place where you can head off to, you know, nobody wants, uh, you know, nobody wants to abandon their, their homestead or whatever but you know if if your homestead is the disaster you right. know epicenter if you're ground zero you might need to get the fuck out of there and having a place to go uh you know might might 
uh, be a big help. Right, right, exactly. No, that's that's it. I mean, you guys, again, this is something you make as a decision as a group or, you know, if you're setting up the group, you you kind of, you know, lay out the plan that you want. But to be like, oh, we're going to all kind of rally our houses that are 10 miles away from each other. Right. That really, there's no way you can help each other. Now, maybe yeah. your group is just about, hey, we all learn skills together. It's like a prepper skills network kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But just decide to find your boundaries and what it's going to be and and what it is. And that's, you know, the way to do that. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else there? Well, um, I want to quick talk about some cons. What would be some negatives to joining a prepper group? Well, you know, my experience, all the preppers I know, most of them are dicks. Oh, you know? and just like, like you, said, they're introverts. Just like me, oh, we're yeah, all we dickheads. have attitudes, right? Yeah, we all got problems. You know, we all got we all have. Uh, have attitude problems. Um, one, I would say uh, a prepper community. Again, if you're in the big Facebook group and whatever, you have these things, you're the, you know, the threepers of, of uh, Virginia or something, right? You mm-hmm. know, the three percenters of Virginia. Well, you're going to be on kind of law enforcement's radar, right? Right. You know, the ATFs like sneaking in guys to whatever, when you're a hundred strong or whatever, you know, assume right. that you're going to draw some attention. So that's mm-hmm. definitely a negative. Um, one, how do you approach people and get people to join your group without, hey, I have all these supplies and everything. Right. And, oh, I'm not a good fit, but I'm going to, can I get your address? I just, I, you know, I just want to, in case I want to get back in touch with you, you yeah. know, something like that. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Ruby Ridge, uh, Randy Weaver. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you know, the uh, the FBI decided these were hardcore white supremacists and, and maybe the group that he was a part of may have actually had some whole white supremacist thing going on mm-hmm. in my kind of understanding. It, it's all, you know, I don't know. It's funny how the truth gets so distorted over time that you don't know. Right. People reality. say all sorts of crazy shit. Right. Some of it, uh, you know, gets repeated and repeated and but, some of it's true and who knows what is what and how much of a part of that group was he? You know what right. I mean? As exactly. far as I know. He, he attended he a meeting or two sort of, is what yeah, it was. Exactly. And yeah. So one of his friends was like, hey, check out my prepper group. And he did. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he's like the ringleader. Right. Right. And, you know, but that's. That's the whole thing. So you could be, you know, kind of aligned with some questionable people mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of get roped into things. Right. And then next thing and you know, the ATF is shooting your dog and your kid right. and, uh, and your kid and right. shooting your wife your in wife, the head. Right. Yeah. Your wife takes it. So I, I don't know. But, and then that's the thing. Like, so automatically people think prepper group, they think, oh, they're trying to, I, people, I, I like to think of it as we like to be prepared, right? We want to be, you know, capable to take care of our own. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's all anybody in in the prepper community really wants is to kind of be left alone, to kind of handle their own business and be prepared to take care of their own business. And, right. and that's a, a special skill. So yeah, I feel like you could be drawing un, unwanted attention from law enforcement. Yeah, and that's and probably that's, uh, you know a definite that, definite con. Now, 
I do have, so, I mean, that, that's what I think on, on prepper groups. I think, I think it definitely is a plus. And I think even if nothing else, just setting up a group to share skills Mm -hmm. um, at a minimum. And then if you want to take it further, Hey, you know, we really connect. If something bad happens, let's all do this. But everybody always feels like, Hey, I'm developing my own property. But right. I know there might be guys who live in the small apartment in town or a young soldier type who, you know, lives at the community college uh, campus or whatever. I don't know, maybe the regular college, whatever. Yeah. I, I know you fancy guys in New York, the community colleges have uh, campuses and right, yeah, like right. like where they live in dorms and, you know, uh, whatever. they're full on. You guys, you guys are all in down there or up there somewhere. Yep. And that's definitely a way to go. The, uh, but you know, find people who you can trust, find people who you can rely on to, you know, help you out with things. And even in life, that's a good thing. Now it's, people are always worried about the time commitment. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people don't go to church, to be honest. I mean, there's the whole judgment thing and whatever, but people also in hypocrisy or whatever. But the thing is people are like, I don't want to give up a half day of my time. Right. And time you know, that's limited time. That's limited. Yeah. We're all desperate to get more stuff done, but this could be time that you're really developing skills. And I got to mm-hmm. say, are you really enjoying life? If you're not like fellowshipping with other people and hanging right. out, I mean, there, there's a lot to be said for that. You know, that camaraderie, good friend thing and, and go and doing some, I know Kevin goes and, and does these big hiking trips with his buddies at cup is it a couple times a year once a year yeah once or twice a year yep all right and but they also connect you know individually at other times too and and do stuff so you know that that friendship and that bond it makes you stronger i mean you think of like all the guys who become presidents and shit or you know oh they're all skull and bones guys or whatever right whatever your conspiracy theory but the thing is having a network you know they always talk about in the the like get rich uh, world it's it's always having a uh, a network a community a mastermind mm-hmm. of people all working towards the same goal right you know and that really can make you better so thinking and approaching things like that is an awesome way to do it mm-hmm. now you had some concerns there were things going on in the world why would i even need a prepper community you're saying Things look a little hairy out there. Yeah, things are getting a little uh, sketchy over in in Russia, and that's not a place where you want sketchy things to be happening uh, because they, man, they seem like they have a hair trigger. They're always talking about sending off nukes to everybody. Yeah, they are. Um, So, yeah, it looks like uh, the Russian military um, bombed the the Wagner group, the the mercenary group. Ah, yep, yep. And the head of that, Prigozhin, is super pissed and he's got uh, about a 25,000 man army. Wow. And now they're, uh, they're heading into Russia to get revenge. They already captured a town with no, like nobody put up any defense. And, you know, you think about it, 90% of Russia's military is in Ukraine. Right. You know what I mean? They only have 10% of the, the military left. They uh, put in, in place, what's it called? Operation Fortress. Okay. Where basically every uh, police officer, every every uh, firefighter, everybody in Moscow is is scrambling and putting up defenses. And uh, it, 
I don't know what's going to happen, but Prigozhin is 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 moving on Russia now. I mean, that's probably great for Ukraine, but uh, it's not great for everybody in general. For the world, yeah. yeah Prigozhin isn't like if he took <clears throat> if he overthrew the government, became you know the dictator, uh, and and threw Putin out. It's not like he's a better dude. You know what I mean? It's not like he's a more reasonable, competent guy. They're all out of their fucking minds. So. Um, things, things could get sketchy. I'd buy some iodine pills if you don't have them. The, uh, the trick, yeah, your radiation, uh, get your radiation, uh, prevention program straightened out. I'd say we talked about that prepper binder. You might Mm -hmm. want to, uh, you know, review that nuclear event, right? You know, section I'm just saying, or at least maybe add that chapter. Yeah. Put it in there. That might be a a positive thing. Mm. Now, um, you guys, uh, I, I don't know if we mentioned it to you, but, uh, we ended up connecting with, uh, waypoint TV and mm-hmm. we're doing the, uh, the podcast is hosted there. And, and maybe if, like I said, Kevin, uh, steps up his game, we might even have like some kind of TV stuff going on in the future, but that's in the future right mm-hmm. now. We're just connecting with the podcast stuff. So that's pretty awesome. And we put a little effort. And came up with a new logo for the podcast. And uh, I think if you're downloading this episode, you might be seeing the new logo. All right. And uh, if you check it out on the YouTube channel, put it up on here. Um, but yeah, no, we're kind of excited about that. Stepping up our game a little bit, better microphones, better cameras, you know, make the world a better place. See if it sounds mm-hmm. a little better. Kevin said, you know, we could be all in on adulting like we're professionals, like grownups and shit. Yeah. Like grownups and stuff, wild, you know? So, Hey, that's something. Um, but you know, anytime you guys, you know, leave comments, subscribe to the channel, leave podcast reviews, um, you know, any of that stuff, we really appreciate it. It, you know, ensures that you, uh, you know, you don't miss anything. It also helps spread the word, helps grow the channel. And that's something we're really trying to do. We're trying to like up our game a little bit to where, you know, we get a bigger reach, we get more out of it. And then by, you know, doing that, we're able to give you guys a better product. You know, we're able to make the podcast better. And that's the thing. We're able to, you know, sound a little more professional, show up on time, you know, do these things. Right. But that's, but I mean, that's the thing is the more we can invest, the more I can set up the studio here, the more I can just walk in and do it instead of having two hours of prep, but converting my living room into podcast studio or having to chase the dogs out in the middle of the episode. You know, that's always the thing. And like another thing, I mean, I, man, Starlink is like right around the corner for me. I'm just like, Right yeah, now, they well, have I mean, that's best try crappy effort that they're. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. That's just, yeah, that's that's your the the big problem with living out in the middle of nowhere. It's it's great for a hundred reasons, but the internet isn't one of them. The internet is not one of them. Um, I mean, you know, I, half the time if I need internet, I gotta you know go grab the cell phone and connect to the hotspot. You right. know that kind of thing. It's like, oh well, I can be five G in the middle of nowhere, but God forbid they could get internet to my house. You know, right? That's right. always the game. But you know, that's it. Uh. I don't know if you guys know we're on uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash prepping badass. Right now we don't have any great stuff uh, set up with that. You sign up, you get a patch. Um, 
and we send you out a pretty cool prepping badass patch. Um, we're going to come up with some new stuff and I think some extra video on there, some video content that's pretty cool and see if we can't step up our game a little bit. So that's in the future. Um, you know, like I said, reviews, comments, we really appreciate it. Uh, check out Waypoint TV because they got a lot of great hunting, fishing, podcast stuff over there that you guys might really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, I would say stay safe and we will talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.